This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. And joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the D3, Harry, Brother Brian, Darren, the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? Well, I never planned or I hadn't planned on uh, last, what is this, Thursday in September, leading with a basketball story. But here we are, Dame Lillard. Finally traded. I think there have been rumblings about this for the last 15 years. Yeah, he's 33 now. I think as soon as he got out of high school, there were um, there was uh, rumors that he'd be traded. So correct me if I'm wrong. He goes to Milwaukee, three-team deal. He, uh, Jeru Holiday, DeAndre Ayton, Tumani Kamara, and a 29 unprotected pick to Milwaukee. Uh, a first and an unprotected. I, I don't even know what's going on. Phoenix gets Nurkic. <laughs> Phoenix gets screwed, basically. Grayson Allen, Nasir mm. Little, and Keon Johnson. Uh, those guys I just mentioned uh, to Jeru Holiday, Aiton to the Blazers. Yeah. Right, Bry? Did I yeah. get that right? I don't Aiton know. Aiton to the Blazers. Aiton to about, the Blazers. Little right. to Milwaukee. I think, the, I think you got the picks right. I think there's a pick swap in there, too, somewhere. Yeah, 28 for 30 or some 2028 20, for 2030. I don't know. Um, uh, I, I, you know, I'm looking. I'll just, I'll just read the odds to you. Uh, this is how I tell who who won the trade, or at least who everybody thinks. On Fanduel, the Bucks went from six to one to plus three sixty to win the title. Obviously, people are excited about Lillard and um, Giannis being together. The Suns went from plus six fifty to six to one. I don't really understand why. Looking at this, Grayson Allen, Nurkic. Uh, Grayson Allen's going to become obese on Bianco Pizza, I think. And that's the best they're <laughs> going to do there. And Portland is 250 to one. They were 250 to one. Harry, anything jump out at you here from this trade? Well, for, yeah, first, Sal, I'm just I'm glad Dame didn't go to the Lakers, Clippers, or Celtics. Just very happy about that. Okay. But I kind of disagree with you a little bit, Sal, with, uh, you know, Nurkic going to the Suns and DeAndre Ayton going to. Portland. No, it um, happened. It, 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 don't disagree with yeah. me. It actually happened. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can read it again. Some, look at, I'm going to say Aiton is a, definitely a better player than Nurkic overall, but sometimes it's just more about the fit, how you fit in on a team. And mm-hmm. Aiton didn't fit good with Phoenix. He's soft down low. He's crying about his touches. He'll get those now in Portland. He might even be an all-star. He might average 24 and 12 in Oregon with Portland. He'll get all the touches he wants, but in the playoffs, when it comes down to it, Phoenix, by the way, I saw it three to one for the West Denver plus 230. I think Aiton and Aiton being there is fine because Nurkic now at 290 pounds and he's given Jokic problems in the past and Denver in the past too. 
down low. They needed somebody strong, Phoenix. They have the three-headed monster in the scores, but they need a defense. Jerkic uh, is now going to be able to, or Nurkic now is going to be able to. Jerkic. I like Jerkic. What a Jerkic. Nurkic is going to be able to be be a force down low and body up against him and get rebounds. And maybe Phoenix can overcome Denver in the West, uh, the second favorite behind Denver, like I just said. So what if the the number one pick is gone now in Aiton? I like this pick, this move for uh, for Phoenix. All right. Well, you live there. Sometimes you actually live there. So I could see a little bit of a bias. But and they did get crushed by uh, Jokic, so they needed they needed an answer for that. Um, Brian, I don't know. I mean, the one thing I'll say is Milwaukee's done scoring ninety one in playoff games, right? With Lillard there, I mean, that would be yeah. They should they should be able to put points up. Yeah, they should. Look, I I kind of like this team this deal for everyone. Uh, hmm. I, obviously it's a good deal. It's a, it's a good risk for the bucks, right? Because Giannis has two years left, right? It's possible. You know, he was thinking about leaving here. So this should pretty much keep him there, even though, you know, Dame in like three years might not be great because he's already 33 by the end of this yeah, deal, 30, 37 for a guard, not necessarily great, but for the next two years, this is, this is a big deal for them. Um, and holiday, you know, they, both these, point guards had issues staying healthy, right? I mean, Dame's had injury concerns. Holiday's had injury concerns. But I do also, I like it for Portland, the fact that if I'm Portland, I'm going right ahead and I'm trading Holiday, right? You already have two guards in there. You got Scoot mm-hmm. Henderson, who you mm-hmm. want to have the ball in his hands all the time. And you also have Anthony Simons at guard too. So if I'm them, I'm trading Holiday, trying to get more picks. You already got an unprotected pick. I, I don't know what year it is, but if this is like, four or five years down the line, this pick that would be great for them because I mean, the bucks, if Giannis does decide to leave in three years, I mean, or two or three years, it could be awful for them. So I, I kind of liked it all around and I do like it for the depth for, for Phoenix. And I think it's good to kind of just get rid of Aiton at this point. I think, yeah, it's kind of addition by subtraction there, but Overall, overall, I like it. And it's, I will say it's, it's exciting for the NBA, right? It's just, it's one of those deals. It's kind of like Rogers going to the jets a little bit. It changes mm-hmm. things, it changes things up enough. And he wasn't getting, he was just going to sit there and waste away in Portland. I'm glad he's not on one of these other teams like Harry said too. So yeah, I, I'm surprised they it. pulled it off. Miami was yeah. supposed to be in the mix. And I guess his agent Lord said, look, Miami did everything they could to make this work, but it just didn't. Polly kid though, the big loser as they always are, whether they're involved in a trade or not, are the New York Knicks, your New York Knicks. <laughs> well, because, of course, because now, if the Knicks now you've get gone Lillard. from, yeah, now you've gone from, well, well, Lillard could come to the garden or Giannis could come to the garden to, well, hopefully we get Drew Holiday. Hopefully we get the scraps from this that when Portland well, wants on. Like I said, here's the deal. And this is why I think this is all, this is why this league is a kind of rigged in a way um, <laughs> that if the Knicks were to go, have gone after uh, Lillard, Bri, let's face it. Oh, they, they would ask they were for about four or five first round picks, three of their best players. That's what would have been. They would have been, they would have been in the asking price. This mm-hmm. is these teams gave up nothing really in comparison. When the Knicks win the uh, rumors uh, for uh, Mitchell, right? Six mm-hmm. first round picks, RJ Barrett, two other starters. This, this is this is ridiculous. I feel like this was uh, kind of negotiated by the league in a way. To make what, this you happen. sound like you sound like Harry now when I he do says say, the league I know, doesn't want I know, Eagles. It's a why, why doesn't the league want the New York Knicks, one of the two biggest? No, it has nothing to do with the Knicks. Season. It has everything yeah. to do with Giannis. Mm. Uh, okay, it has right. nothing to do with the Knicks. 
But Darren, let's face Darren, it. Darren, Darren, two weeks ago, two week, three weeks ago, Giannis says either make this team better or, did, or I'm bailing. And, and what happens? And Bam. they did, but I, I obviously I think they sold. I think they got Lillard at a very low price mm-hmm. compared to what a team like the Knicks would have had to give it up. So yeah, I'm a little pissed off about it because I, I know anytime the Knicks are rumored in these things, you see what what they have to give up or supposedly have to give up. This is I, just, I wonder if they even up. come to the table. Those, those I mean, guys are idiots least, in that front office. At least Tumani Kamara, my Dayton guy, was included in the trade. Sorry, Thank Phoenix. God. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you lost out on Tumani. Bad news. All right. So that's it. All right. That's good. We spent, uh, you know, six to seven, eight minutes on uh, basketball talk. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm biting with the Bucks. I lost so much money on the Bucks. They yeah. might just be, uh, they might just curse me for they, a little bit here. They have, a heck of a, great, they have a heck of a yeah. starting five. I don't know about a bench, Bry, but uh, they have one yeah, heck that's of a starting problem. five. Yeah. All right. So what? So what? They were one seed last year, right? So that you can't be better than a one seed. And plus three sixty. So I don't know. I'm going to wait a while and see if this this thing works. Yeah, uh, we have an action packed show here that doesn't involve basketball. We got college. Got four big games. We're going to go over. These guys have their sharp tank picks, best bets of the weekend. We're going to check up last minute MLB odds and futures. Got some stuff going on right as we're recording here. But let's start with the Thursday night game. Yeah, that's tonight. By the time you're listening, the Lions at the Packers. The Lions favored by one and a half, forty five and a half. Is he over under? We're trying to figure out, Bri, what to call this one and a half. Seems like four or five games a week now, or one and a half. The Lions yeah. one and a half, and it usually flips by the time Sunday comes around. And, and both yeah. Packers games against the Falcons and last week it flipped against the Saints. It flipped uh, right before game time. A lot of it had to do with injuries. Uh, but uh, the Reno zone, the people have said the Tic Tac zone because Tic Tacs are one and a half calories. I like it all. If oh, you, if you like have a tic-tac. suggestion. Yeah. yeah. Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. If you have a suggestion, but if I want to go by just who's better, I think it's the lions. I really do. I think they're, yeah. um, you know, they played a, a good Seattle team that they lost to. They obviously beat the defending champs on the first Thursday. Um, and, uh, they look good last week, you know? So I think, uh, uh, they played the Falcons, right? They, they they were never in that game, the Falcons. Um, the Packers, I don't know. They beat the Bears, which is no great feat. They lost to the Falcons. They really should have lost that Saints game. It was a makeable field goal miss at the end. Plus, Carr went out. Um, good job crawling back down 17 in the fourth quarter, I'll say. But uh, I, I think I'm going to go Detroit. I think they're better. I think the short week is going to help them. Green Bay already old, ruled out Bakhtiari, who's always hurt. Uh, Jenkins, uh, Devondre Campbell. Um, Aaron Jones and Christian Watson are listed as questionable. So we're not going to know probably till mid afternoon Thursday, if not game yeah. time, even though they've technically covered every game, you know, I want Jordan love to do well, but he has the worst CPOE completion percentage over expected in the league. I like I, worse than fields, worse than Pickett. That's hard to believe. And I think this Lions defense is very good. They took a quarter off against Seattle a couple of weeks back, but otherwise very solid seven sacks last week. Um, give me these lions minus a point and a half and who knows how it's going to change. Harry, uh, this is your team. This is a team you picked not to go to the super bowl favorite team, but not going to the super bowl. I forget what it is. Yeah. Favorite team, but to go to the NFC championship mm-hmm. two and one right now, I'm not going to lay the one and a half here. So I'm going to take the money line. The money line's at minus minus one eighteen right now. I see. So I'm going to lay the one eighteen here. And you mentioned, you know, green Bay, very fortunate versus new Orleans. Having to rally down 17 in the fourth. Love was just 22 of 44 in the game. Um, but I was very impressed uh, with Detroit's defense versus Atlanta's rushing attack. They were fantastic. 
Uh, St. Brown has gone back-to-back games with 100-yard games for the Lions. And I just have more faith in Goff than I do love. He knocked Green Bay out of the playoffs in Lambeau last year in the last regular season game. And I think he does it again. He beats uh, Green Bay. In Green Bay, Lions win 24-20. All right. Good call. Parley kid, you also like the Lions. Too many of us on the Lions here. Yeah, this this is usually means bad news when we're so many of us are jumping on on a team, on especially on a Thursday night game. And I'm like Harry, I'm taking them on the money line to win this game. And like you, Sal, I just think they are really the more talented team. Uh, Green Bay's it was a little fortunate uh, in their last uh, win. Um, and I do think Goff over Love uh, at the quarterback position. And, uh, you know, Green Bay's a little bit banged up, it seems. I think Detroit looks like uh, I'm ro- rolling the dice on Montgomery coming back here in this game, giving them Gibbs and Montgomery, who was very solid in the first two games. Mm-hmm. South Detroit, they get this road win here. They win here, but uh, straight up, straight up. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm looking at some other stuff there. 11 and three, the Lions are against the spread off a win. This is the first time, Bri, they've been favored in Detroit, I think in two decades. Uh, sorry, mm-hmm. Detroit oh, in favored Lambeau. in Lambeau. In Lambeau. Yeah. yeah, well, it yeah. makes sense, right? Why would they ever with Rodgers and Farb at, at quarterback? But you would, you would think that maybe there was a week 17 in there where they played at Green Bay, where Green Bay was sitting everyone. No, this is the first time in uh, many, many years. Maybe jump on the first half. They're really slow starters, Green Bay. And, and not that their starters yeah. are slow, but they've scored 6.7 points in the first half, which is a uh, top five worst. But uh, Brian, you're looking at it a different way. I think you like the lines, but you're going under here. Yeah, look, I like the lines, but I couldn't, I couldn't bear watch us all take the lines here. <laughs> no, you're def- smart. That definitely would have been loss. Definitely. Restore the roar, Brian. Restore the roar. <laughs> well, uh, as it is, they'll win by one and I'll lose and Parley Kid yeah, and Mario. Very, uh, that, that's very, how it'll very, be. <laughs> very possible. But I, yeah, I'm going to go with the under 45 and a half. Last year, if you remember, mm. these two had two defensive ba- battles, right? One game was 15 to nine, the Lions won. They won also the other one in Lambeau, 20 to 16. And aside from that Seahawks game, I have, like Harry was saying, he's impre- been impressed with the. Lions defense, I I think they've been very underrated. Look, they had seven sacks against the Falcons last week. They played well against the Chiefs. And, you know, the Packers, I know Bakhtiari is always out, but you're out two linemen in this game. You don't know the status of Jones and Watson, even though it looks like they might both play. But, you know, the Packers just have not been necessarily lighting it up offensively, even against the Falcons in that game, even though they put up 24 points. They didn't put up many yards, right? It was 200 and something yards they had in that game. So they've struggled offensively, but they are also a pretty good defensive team, especially if a guy like Alexander's back yeah. in this one. So I kind of like this one um, 20 to 17 in a low scoring Thursday night game. All right. Yeah. I mean, you know, with Thursday, everything gets thrown out, right? But I'm trying to figure out, Parlay Kid, is there a revenge factor in here? Because we remember week 18, right? We were, uh, Lions played the Packers. That was a Sunday night game. Rogers last game as a Packer and they knocked the Packers out of the playoffs, right? They were about to, well, we didn't see a lot of it because we were listening uh, to uh, Megan Gailey talk about her episiotomy scars. But uh, I I don't know. (laughs) She was not just talk telling us it was stand up. She did a great job at Kimball comedy (laughs) club. But anyway, uh, we we only saw parts of that game, but uh, do you think revenge is a factor here? Not at all. I don't think that's even plays a part in this. Sal. without Rogers, it's a it's a new it's a new mm-hmm. beginning for both teams here. Fresh start for both teams, uh, and you know 
Detroit, they're, you know, they're not uh, Green Bay's uh, a little brother anymore. You know, they're right. going to uh, this. They've stepped up. They're big boys now. So uh, look for Detroit to, to win this game. That's, in right. my opinion, I, Detroit's the better team here, right? So I think they're well, the better, this is this is who everybody has at the top two. As Minnesota has bowed out, you know, but people even in the beginning of the year had Detroit and Green Bay as the top two, and Detroit in most cases being in first. So, yep. uh, big game if uh, Green Bay can't take care of business at home. All right, prop wise, I'm going with a little bit of a hedge here, but not really. Goff to throw an interception plus one twelve. He has thrown an interception in yeah. nine of his last 12 primetime games. Of course, he didn't have one against the Chiefs a couple Thursday nights ago, but there were a couple drops. So I still like that stat. This place gets loud. Dumb tip passes, always an issue. He's in an interception groove three in the last two games after going 383 attempts without a pick. Quay Walker, Rasul Douglas already have one. They'll be lurking. I, honestly, Harry, I would take plus money on any quarterback to throw an interception in this league right now. Uh, and I'm getting it with Goff plus 112, and I still yeah. think they win the game, but he uh, slips up once there. What do you got? Okay. I got uh, I got a quarterback prop as well. I got Jordan Love to go under 33 and a half yards for his longest pass completion at minus 114 so far this season. He has zero, zero Mm. completions for 34 yards or more to his wide receivers. Aaron Jones has a 51-yard catch, but that was on a screen pass. And tight end had a 37-yard uh, catch versus the pathetic Bears defense. Detroit's defense, as we just mentioned, exceptional versus Atlanta last week. In the last two games, Detroit has not allowed to catch that long. Love the way this rookie safety, Brian Branch, has been playing. He's been all over the field for the Lions, so I'm going to go Love under 33 and a half yards for his longest pass. Condition. All right. Parlay kid. Now, Harry doesn't count Musgrave's long reception as uh, a long reception as, <laughs> as it relates to love. But you have him over uh, three and a half receptions. Yeah. I take Luke Musgrave, kind of a tight end. That's really uh, starting to emerge here for Green Bay uh, to go over three and a half receptions at plus 112. Sal, on Sunday, the Lions allowed... 17 targets to the Falcons tight ends. That's that's mm. a whole bunch of targets to tight ends. And they're allowing uh, 87 and a half yards per game to opposing tight ends. Musgrave mm -hmm. has a big game here. I think he's going to maybe emerge here as, uh, as Love's number one target. He goes over three and a half receptions. You're getting a plus number 112. And I think Green Bay's going to have to play from behind again, play a little catch-up balls to get off to slow starts. Musgrave's going to factor in here over three and a half catches. All right, Bri, finish us off here. What do you got? Jaden Reed under uh, receiving yards. Yeah, I'm going to go under 35 and a half receiving yards here. Look, Jaden Reed's had a nice start to his rookie season for the Packers. He's actually gone over 35 and a half in all three starts so far this season. But I'm going to say that doesn't continue. You know, usually it's tough for the for the rookies, even though he's played well. Yeah. But it's been predicated on him having a few big plays against the Saints, against the Bears. He had 30-yard catches in both of those games. I think the, the Lions defense is going to tighten it up a little bit. And look, there's also, there's a very good chance, I know he's questionable right now, there's a good chance Watson is back. And if Watson is back too, that's going to eat into these other receivers' stats here. So I'm going to go under 35.5 on Jaden Reed's. Uh, receiving right. yards. Let's pivot to, I mean, this is something, this is a bet. First touchdown score. This is what we excel at. And it, it, if, if excelling means you never want to ever win money, that's how I mean excel. We are O for 12. We do this as a uh, quartet here and we try to give you a winner. Mm. 
And we have three Thursday night games, and we're 0 for 12. And who scored Bell for yeah, the freaking yeah. Niners last week? Was that 100 oh, come on. Come on. And they count that? We have to lose all yeah, the bets there for that? <laughs> no namers getting that first touchdown against us again. Unbelievable. Killer. Well, Killer. we'll never learn. But then, yeah, I don't know. Uh, whatever way we turn, we're screwed. But I really, really think we're going to hit it this week. They're uh, leaning on the uh, running backs here, Fandle, is, as the favorites. Dylan, A.J. Dillon, 7-1. to one. Jones, uh, Aaron Jones was plus 750. He's now 8-1. to one. Um, I don't know what that says to as far as his eligibility. I know he's going to try to play. Gibbs is eight to one, and that's where I'm going. Jameer Gibbs, eight to one. I'm not sure, not sure what's going to be with Montgomery. He's going to try to make a go of it too. Either way, they don't seem to have trouble leaning on Jameer Gibbs. A uh, little bit of a gamble. He does not have a rushing or receiving touchdown yet in his career. But 17 carries last week. They trust him. I like his chances here to score and score first. The Lions scored first in two of the three games. Give me Gibbs. At eight to one, Harry, what you got? I'm going to go Sam Laporta of the Lions at 15 to one. I took Laporta in week one versus Kansas City. That didn't work out, but I'm going to give him another shot. The rookie is second uh, on the Lions in yards and receptions and had the first touchdown of the game last week mm-hmm. versus Atlanta, a 45 yarder from Golf. Give me Laporta at 15 to one. All right, Paulie Kid, I should have gone to you after me because you have Montgomery. Yeah, have the I don't think the for 45 yard or two tight end counts, though, right? I don't uh, know. Oh, <laughs> right. That's right. Wait, yeah. does it count or does it not? Oh, I don't crap, know. Harry. Uh, but it's yeah. Harry, little, little, your, guy, uh, your guy can have four receptions, Darren. Go ahead. For, a little for 12 uh, yards. A fantastic start for Laporta as he's the first tight end to ever have five plus catches in his first three NFL games. So Is that yeah. right? Good, good wow. job wow. by him. Yeah. Great job by Laporte is off Go to a great him, start. Go get him, Taylor Swift. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no right. doubt. Yeah, look, so, so I'm going to go with Montgomery here. I think he was 850, but he might actually be down to 800 right now. Which yeah. Maybe that maybe he's trending to play then uh, in this mm-hmm. game. First two games that he played in, 37 carries, kind of was a workhorse for this Lions team. With the emergence of Gibbs, maybe those carries will go down a little bit. But he did score a touchdown in each of those two games that he played in. Mm-hmm. Montgomery's back. If he is back, which I think he will be, he'll be a factor around the goal line. Let's take Montgomery. I think he's eight to one now. Maybe you can he catch eight. him at eight fifty. Yep. Yeah, eight to one. Uh, all right, brother Bry. Uh, Pauly Kid had Musgrave over three and a half receptions. You like take a chance with him uh, for first touchdown. You're getting good. You can get all our money back right here, uh, brother Bry. If, uh, yeah, se- yeah, seventeen to one. I think that's pretty good. I uh, like it. Pretty good odds here. He's had a nice start to his rookie season. Like Pauly Kid was saying, he was targeted eight times on Sunday, finishing with forty nine yards. But the Lions have been bad against tight ends. They've in the three games have been targeted. 35 times for 253 yards, only one touchdown. But I I think that could definitely come in this game. We've covered the tight end market uh, pretty well here, Harry and I. So I would expect a third or fourth tight end to score in this game, whoever that is, some blocking blocking tight end. We've seen that before. But yeah, uh, yeah, no, I think 17 to one, again, you know, I, I know we like these tight ends. We say that all the time. We like these tight ends, but... All right, let's uh, all we'll, pick. We'll a, let's all pick we'll a fun. See. I do this with Simmons before the hmm. Super Bowl. I pick a guy who never's ever going to score, and he never ever does score. Let, let's just have one in our pocket here. Um, Malik Heath, seventy-five to one. That's what I'm going with, guys. You give, give me a real long shot. This <laughs> is something Malik you Heath. just put. This is just something you put two dollars on. Uh, he, and uh, he's a Packer wide receiver. What is he like? The fifth or sixth best uh, wide receiver. <laughs> Um, but anyway, that's my pick. Do you guys have a, a really long shot or 
I, I just I would take Goff at thirty six to one. I guess. Uh, okay. Um, All right. No, he ran one last week. If that's week, long right? enough, if that's long enough, I mean, there sure, are guys. whatever. Yeah. yeah. Harry, Jason uh, Cabinda. Let me look. Let me look. Josiah uh, Degora. Ben Sims. Ben Sims. How seems, about uh, uh, that? you. What? Ivana. Oh, forget it. Dontavian. Dontavian. Wex. Yeah. Good. Yeah, Wex and thirty-nine to one. All right, all right, Brian. The other, the other tight end. Dolphins two years ago at thirty-nine to one. Do the other yeah. tight end. Well, at least Brock. you could pronounce Dolphins, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Brock Wright. He was the other tight end too. Brock Wright. Okay, yeah, 55, fifty-five to one. All right, yeah. a couple bucks on those, uh, and we apologize for the ones we really gave you uh, earlier. <laughs> all right, let's take a quick break. We got uh, four college games to go over when we return. This episode is brought to you by Amazon Prime. You know Amazon Prime is not just a shipping subscription, right? It's got everything, including streaming TV and movies on Prime Video. And of course, Prime's fast, free shipping. Go from watching your favorite shows to getting your favorite things. Whatever you're into, it's on Prime. Visit Amazon.com slash Prime to get more out of whatever you're into. All right, college football now starts Friday. Now, well, there's Thursday games too, but a good one Friday, Utah at Oregon State. Oregon State, three and a half point favorite, 44 and a half is the over under. I'll tell you what, Bri, there are good games like every week in the Pac-12. And we'll get to the, oh, the USC's versus oh, Oregon's yes. versus Washington's. But if you want to see some solid games between top 12, top 18 teams with capable quarterbacks who likely play on Sundays eventually, you'll, you'll get a couple every week. Um Oregon State lost to Washington State 38-35 thriller last week. Utah squeaked by UCLA 14-10 at a defensive touchdown. They're doing it all with their third-string quarterback. Cam yeah. Rising's availability still up in the air, as is uh, Jaquindon Jackson, running back who's banged up. So if he doesn't play, that's two Utah running backs out. That's two quarterbacks out. I think the tight end could be out. And this offense isn't that dynamic as it is. Um but yet, I still realize it's a bit of an insult to make Utah an underdog. They're back-to-back Pac-12 champs and undefeated, and that's why maybe I'm reading into this line. Why is it three and a half? I'm going to take Oregon State. T.J. Wagalele is going to have to do it with his legs. He already has five rushing touchdowns, but I think he gets it done. Fun Friday night game, 27-20. The Oregon State Hushmanzadas win and cover, Brian. <laughs> what do you like? Uh, yeah, no, I do find it interesting, right? The, the spread is three yeah. and a half. You would think maybe be two and a half, three. And look, I love Utah every year. I love them to win the Pac-12. I picked them again this year. Um, but I, I hate going against them, but I am going to take Oregon State here because these are just two different teams on uh, at home and on the road, right? Utah, right. fantastic team at home. They struggle on the road. Last year, right, they were two and four against the spread on yeah. the road. Oregon State, complete. You know, they they have that loss last week against Washington State, but they are a phenomenal team, especially against the spread at home. Last year, mm-hmm. they went six and zero against the spread. The only loss was really close one to USC. And you know, coming off that Washington State game in which they started off terribly, and then they bat, You know, they had a great fourth quarter, made a little bit of a run right at the end there. Um, the one thing I will say is DJ scares me a little bit because we've seen how inconsistent he is. He was inconsistent last week. We saw him at Clemson, right? Yeah. The same type of performance. But coming off a loss, this stadium's going to be going nuts in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, they cover and win. I'm going to say they win 27-20 and the Oregon State 
fans storm the field. That's right? what this I, is, that's I said. Twenty-seven. Wait, we both have twenty-seven. Same twenty. Score. Same. He can't score. do that. Same. Is he allowed to do that? that? All right. That's <laughs> right. Well, it's gotta I wrote, be twenty. I wrote it down. Wrote it down. Boy, no, but you wrote it down. Uh, I wrote it is down. Is there a way to? Right. I want to see it. I want to say. Is there a way to short? Forget about it. Is there a way to short twenty-seven twenty on Fanduel? I think if you put, um, I don't know, three hundred thousand dollars to win. Four bucks or something because <laughs> it ain't going to be 2720 if Brian right. and I have it. Right. But, right. You know, uh, this will be a typical four, right? There'll be four and one Oregon State, but the crowd, they'll still storm the field, which I hate. Yeah, right. But, but of you course. Know, of course, nice Corvallis, nice town. We uh, we uh, I mean, we almost showed they have a great bowling alley, and uh, I don't know. I think uh, how far how far is that actually from? You know, they have Oregon. two campuses. One is like an hour from uh, Oregon, uh, University of Oregon, and one is like two hours. So oh, it's interesting. Nice. I don't know if that close. Yeah. Um, yeah. So uh, at twenty seven twenty, I told T J Hushmanzada. I interviewed him. I said, you know, my. My son Archie was going to choose Oregon State, but when he saw TJ's knee shaking in that luxury box after Oregon State <laughs> stopped scoring in the first quarter against Utah State in the Jimmy Kimmel Bowl, the, the first ever, uh, he got scared off. He was like, so I'm mad. Go with the better. Really so mad. mad. Really mad. All right, that'll be a good game. Uh, we know it's not ending 27-20. I actually don't think they have to score that much Oregon State, right? What does Utah average, like 22 no, or look, something and a thing, game? And, yeah. and Cam, like, again, Cam Risen, he was supposed to play last week, didn't right. play. I mean, what's? I don't know what the status of yeah. this guy is. I don't know if right. they're just, you know, they're getting away winning these games. You know, mm-hmm. this is a huge game. He should be back, but I, I don't know. And even if he plays, that obviously is not 100%. So, um, right. yeah. Uh, another fun one. They moved this to the well on the West Coast. It's the morning, but right, this is a noon game. Harry USC at Colorado, right. twenty-one mm-hmm. and a half. I have to check the line in a minute. Twenty-one and a half and seventy-three and a half is the over/under. Guys, you're not going to believe this, but I'm picking Colorado here. Kind of, not really, but kind of. I'm going over in the game. Um, Caleb Williams has been perfect. Fifteen touchdowns, no interception, and still tied with Michael Penix atop the Heisman odds. So. There's no easing up with this offense. He's still got stuff. He's still got uh, something to prove. Stanford and Nevada were trash offenses, so they didn't really put anything up against USC. San Jose State and ASU only a little better. And USC gave up 28 to those teams. And the Sun Devils, Harry, were scoreless in six quarters coming into that last Saturday game and went down to their third string quarterback. So you could score on this USC team. You just can't score as much as they do. Uh, Shador Sanders... And that passing game should be able to put numbers up. Like I said, the bad news is they need all the help in the secondary they can get. And Travis Hunter's absence is going to hurt them. Late TD by the Buffs, ruin the spread, put this game over. Yes, we get into the 80s, 47-33. Trojans win, taking the over. Harry, you're with me. Yeah, I'd love that score. That'd be you great. You, are you what? taking that score too? You you can't take yeah. you come up with a different score. Come on. <laughs> I will, Enough. but I will tell. But if it comes with lands, that'll be just I'll be fine with it. Because look, last week, Colorado. In Oregon, the over/under was seventy. I thought that was a little fishy number. I thought it should be. Yeah. Uh, I should have thought it should have been seventy-seven, uh, and it went way under. And this week, I think the Buffs at home will score plenty this time. Only six last week uh, against a soft, like you mentioned, Sal. USC defense, like you mentioned, twenty-eight points against San Jose and ASU. Colorado and Shador Sanders. Besides that Ducks game. They're averaging 42 points a game, and USC is an absolute machine that seems unstoppable on offense. Through four games, Caleb Williams and the Trojans are averaging 55 points a game. Williams has 18 total touchdowns, no turnovers. USC has three wide receivers, three of them 
averaging 21 yards or more per catch. And the Buffs D, by the way, has given up 35 points or more in three of their four games. No, it's just a gigantic party when that offense hits the field. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, maybe just short of 50. Maybe Colorado keeps it close. It's not going to matter. It won't be relatively close. But by the spread, I don't want to have to worry about it. I'm going over. So is Harry. All right, Parley Kid, LSU at Mississippi. LSU favored by two and a half. 67 and a half is the over under. Uh, this is a weird line. John Jastrzemski calls it a rat line. I'm sorry. I, Ole Miss looked so inept offensively at Alabama. Three points um, in the last three plus quarters. They were three for 14 on third down. LSU squeaked by Arkansas 34-31, a last second field goal. Arkansas always seems to play them tough. Yeah. Um, this line doesn't make a ton of sense, right? People had LSU right at the top of that SEC. Uh, and they're only laying two and a half. I'll probably steal your thunder here, Parley kid, analyzing against my pick, but LSU has won six of the last seven in this series, but I'm taking the Rebs. Uh, Jackson Dart actually wasn't that bad last week, right? They just couldn't score, and that was a must win for Alabama. LSU, on the other hand, has allowed over 230 passing yards per game against some not very good offenses. Dart, I think, has a good bounce back game here at home. Ole Miss has a very good home field advantage. It was 16 and two in the last 18 and they beat LSU by double digits last time they played in Oxford. This just feels probably kid to me like a Lane Kiffin game where he gives a memorable sound bite in the post game and celebratory fashion. I'm going to pick the upset 33, 28 rebels. You're going LSU. Yeah. So uh, since the beginning of the year, I, I can't give up on LSU. Now I've been on yeah. them since, uh, you know, when we're picking them early. But, yeah, kind of the opposite feelings here, Sally. LSU um, beat this team up last year. Could there be a revenge on the mind for Ole Miss? I guess so. And obviously it's playing there is tough. I thought this line at one point, I thought I saw it when it first came out, was four uh, in favor of LSU. I think it's come down, obviously, to this two-and-a-half mark, which does seem a little interesting here. Well, Jaden Daniels not playing is is big, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 he's playing. He's playing. You're already locked in. Yeah. You're locked in LSU. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah, no look, Jaden Daniels has been really good as of late. Yeah. Really good as of late. And that's, look, Jackson Dart, Sal, there's really to start this season, he was really doing it with his legs. Mm-hmm. If his arm, I'm not impressed with his arm. He's in, has average arm strength at best. That's going to come back to bite him here. Ole Miss's strength really should be in their running game mm. with uh, Keyshawn Judkins. The guy was phenomenal last year. He has yet to get on track in four games, even yep. against the mediocre competition they played at the beginning of the year. He's really struggled. And he, I, this is not the game he's going to get on track. And you're going to have to rely on Jackson Dart to score points in this game because LSU will put up points in this game. I don't think Dart can get it done on his own. I got to go with LSU here. So I, 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 I'm an old Miss guy. I like Lane Kiffin. I think he'll have his team ready to play. Yeah. But the talent here will reign supreme for LSU. Daniels has been rolling. He's the better quarterback next to Dart. Dart, Sal, is an average quarterback. This is where Mississippi really struggles. In, in yeah, for, for their football. I just team. felt the Arkansas quarterback was average too. Yeah, I, I don't know. It just uh, it feels like the last score kind of went. This was like Ole Miss was. I mean, going into the fourth quarter, they were tied to Tulane right. a couple weeks back. You know, this, this yeah. is not a um, a dominant football team by any means, even at home uh, this year. They just don't have mm-hmm. Judkin. Their running back is their stud, and he just he's not playing like it. 
Might be the offensive line's fault. I don't know. But if he can't get going, they can't win this game. They can't cover this game. All right. All right. I'll let you get the last word. Uh, so I'm, <laughs> I'm probably and I are torn on this. I have Ole Miss. He has LSU. Notre Dame at Duke. Uh, the Blue Devils catching five and a half at home and 51 and a half is the over under the undefeated Blue Devils. Not much not to like about them, Harry. Right. Uh, you mm, want to say they got no. lucky versus Clemson. All right. They won 28 seven, even though the numbers were very similar. Then they crushed Lafayette and Northwestern and UConn. Not great programs, but you know, they've allowed seven points per game. Riley Leonard, good for Duke. Uh, hasn't had to do much throwing. He ran for 98 versus Clemson, 97 a couple weeks ago versus Northwestern. This is a good matchup. Duke's top three in the country defensively. Notre Dame scores 34, 35 or more per game. I don't know how that loss to Ohio State affected them. I mean, obviously, mm -hmm. a brutal, brutal ending, having 10 on the field um, you know, for the last two plays, and then Ohio State running it right at where that 11th defender should have been. I'm going to take the points here. Notre Dame has a, a stretch of undefeated opponents, potentially Ohio State last week, Duke this week, Louisville if they get by NC State on Friday. USC. That's a lot. It's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of undefeated teams lined up for them. And also, well, Harry, I know for you, it only comes down to the fact that game day is there. And so you have to take the home team, right? I do love that game day is there. And <laughs> yeah. I also do love Riley Leonard, their quarterback. He's been extremely impressive leading the blue devils to a four and Mark, uh, Sam Hartman and the Irish, um, uh, their offense couldn't get going last week and are on a potential letdown situation after losing uh, in South Bend late to Ohio State, as you mentioned, Sal, and uh, are having to travel to North Carolina for the second time in four weeks. Give me the five and a half at home. There you go. All right. Harry and I are going to duke it out over Duke. Uh, well, we hmm. have the same type, but we're going to pick uh, these and some other games on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. Check that out Friday, 10 a.m on FanDuel TV. Hey, we're going to take another break and look at my miserable, miserable and parlay kids with me on some of these MLB futures bets. We'll be right back. The Hargan women seem to have it all. We were blessed. My mom was amazing. But detectives would soon discover inside the house there were the bodies of two women. A story of betrayal you would struggle to believe if it wasn't true. I am just praying to God this is a sick joke. From 48 Hours, this is Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings. Listen to Blood is Thicker, the Hargan family killings wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Parley kids. So this Red Sox, and I hate rooting for the Red Sox. Why do we yeah. pick the Red Sox over? What do we do that for? Um, you had them over. You're a Yankee fan, for God's sake. And I terrible. have more Yankee Red Sox fans that I hate too, friends. And uh, so you got them at over 77 and a half. <laughs> I got them at over 78 and a half. So when the, week, when the week started, I needed them to go three and three, right? And you needed them to go two and four. And so they lost their first, they lost again on Wednesday night, right? They, they got, they, they're playing teams that need to win. They lost to Tampa yep. twice, and they're, they're going to close against the Orioles four games. Yeah. And it's crazy because we're going to be so close and we are going to lose, but they've lost 16 out of the last 20. I didn't realize it was that bad. That's just oh, the I last know. three weeks. I thought it was like, oh, the middle of the summer. It's the last three, three weeks ago we had this locked up. It what was locked up. Yeah, I, I I had actually checked this off as a winner yeah. coming into this month. Uh, they have totally collapsed, and it doesn't seem like that they, they, they kind of have their lineup still in there. The the main players in their oh, lineup diverse three hits Turner. tonight. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, I it makes it just a total collapse. They have nothing to play for. 
The only thing they had to play for, I guess, was to finish ahead of the Yankees. They're not even going to do that now. So mm-hmm. this, yeah, this was, this is going to hurt. This one's going to hurt. Sucks. I mean, look, they got it. I need two wins in these last four, two and two will get it done for me, but I don't see, I don't see that happening. I really, I think I'm, I'm done for. This would be a monumental collapse yeah. by the Red Sox to go over for me. Pr- pretty brutal. Pretty brutal. Bad, bad beat here, most likely. Most likely. Yeah. And just a bad beat for me, these Diamondbacks I keep complaining about. They're now 84 <laughs> and 74. They're going to get at least at least the, the third wild card. I think they're right now they're in the first wild card spot. Harry, you're there. Are you gonna? Are they gonna have a home playoff game? They could have a home playoff game after. They could all have a home playoff game. I, I might. I might uh, just for uh, to get Darren off my back. I might go to that, Darren. If I'm in town, I might go. How about that, Darren? You'll nice. be off his back. You won't be in town. But why would you be in town? What are you talking? Yeah, about? I know. Why would I be in town? <laughs> By the way, can I ask a question? <laughs> I guess can I ask yeah. a baseball question. When should we mark it down? When do I get to take my victory lap about Blake Snell? When do I get to do that? Well, you, as Parley Kid pointed out, you abandoned that bet like the week after. <laughs> I didn't abandon it. I didn't abandon it one bit. My bet was thirty-three to one to win the Cy Young in the National League, and it won. It well, will win. But then we went. All right, but then we were just given picks, and so if we're just given picks, you could take them back too. And so you took it back the week, unless you have a ticket that says I have Blake Snell. Then do your victory lap, but it's going to be a little lighter without holding that ticket. I think. Yeah, I, I do. I do have a. I do have a ticket on Luis Castillo, who I gave out for a. <laughs> that's not Blake Snell. Finish second. He's yeah, going that, to finish second. Oh, well, that's so what is that? Second that's a loser? is like finishing last in these type yeah, of things. Yeah. First and second. <laughs> First and second. Harry, what do you want? I mean, Blake Snell's been uh, phenomenal, but you 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 said you hated that bet. I mean, I you, took a lot of heat from some people. Some people gave it out at 150 and to one. You only got it at 30. <laughs> 33. Some people, we're going to talk that about was a good some one. Good one, Harry. Good one. Good one. No, it was a good pick. It was a good, was a good pick. One. Uh, you should good never one. have left it. Thank you, you, Brian. And, and you should have had it. I don't think the D-backs can get a home game. Can they? How does it go? The, so the, 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 what does this go? So it's the third best division leader plays the last wild card, right? So that's going to be the Brewers playing the last wild card, which won't be Arizona. Unless they drop. I think they could drop, right? It would be the Cubs or the Marlins. So it'd be Brewers against Cubs, and then D-backs would go to, oh, well, they'll get a, wait, will they get a playoff uh, game? Will they get a a home game? I forget how this even goes anymore. Or are they all in Philly? These are two out of three series, right? Or am I crazy? I don't even know. Uh, I don't even know. They're, they're not one game. They're anymore. not one and out. So I don't, no, there's not. That's not one and done. No, no. I, I think these are two out of threes, right, Parlikin? I just don't know if you get a home game um, if you're one of these lesser teams. Oh, whatever. Doesn't matter. Yeah. The freaking Diamondbacks are done. Uh, have done me in. They're getting the win. And the other thing is, Bry, our Astros are. Um, they lost on Tuesday. Losers. The Rangers Rangers lose. They lose. It's just, I mean, like the team is 39. The team was 39 and 42 at, at home, whatever. Just an, just That's an crazy. That's Again, just don't make the playoffs. Just get knocked right. out. Just get knocked out. I don't want, I don't want to see you. And so well, I have, I have them and I'm going against Arizona and hilariously they play each other the last three games, which why the hell would Houston play Arizona? What, why, how does that happen? But, um, <laughs> and then, uh, the Rangers play Seattle, right? So I, I there's no hope here yeah. for that stupid bet. 
Um, I'm trying to think what else I have here that's going to come close. Uh, I have Tucker under 29 and a half home runs. He has 29. I have uh, Arenado under 26 and a half home runs. He has 26. Mm. I have Goldschmidt under 27 and a half. He has 25. Perez, I'll win. Alvarez, I'll win under. Adams, I'll win under. Oh, no. Oh, this is good. Um, Nola. Nola needed uh, 12 strikeouts going into the week, and he ends up getting two starts. So now he just needs three on Sunday. Of course, he's pitching Sunday. So that's uh, wow. that's a big that's a big that's one. Rough. Oh wait a minute! What did Cole do today? I needed him under seven. Eight and a shutout half. innings, Sal. How many strikeouts? Four. That's it. Okay, good. That's I it. won that. He's done. Great. Uh, oh, wait no, a minute! Does no, he pitch Sunday? Oh shit! I mean, really? let's. Uh, no, yeah, he doesn't but, pitch Sunday. It's no, there's no way. Thursday, Friday, yeah, why, no. why not roll him out there? <laughs> He's like, that's <laughs> <laughs> right, good. So I won that one. Oh no, he'll what come in it? and relief. Wait, what was it? What was it? It was, uh, it was 200, 224 and a half. He had 217 going into tonight. So he has 221. So he'll show up in relief in the eighth and ninth inning on Sunday, right? That's what I could look for. Well, that's to. crazy because if somebody, right, you, if you heard tonight, he had eight shutout innings with two hit ball. Yeah, I got you nervous. You were probably thinking like 10 Ks, right? Of course. What happened? Mm-hmm. I guess he That's good. What did, what That's did he good. do? All right, I'll tell you. He didn't even walk anybody. What a season. Uh, Garrett, this, he, what a, he a great se- good oh, wait, season. Sal, there, but he's he no just struck out his fifth no batter in the top of the eight, ninth. <laughs> what did he do? He just struck out his fifth batter in the top of the ninth. I thought you said he was done. Oh, no, I guess I, I. it was the top of the ninth. I figured they were taking him out, but now oh he's still God. in. Are there two mm. outs now? No, or there's one out. one out. So if he strikes out the next two, he's at two, uh, 225. I'm two outs. Why? I'm, on, I'm online here seeing two outs. But the uh, five strikeouts, two outs. Oh, wow. Okay, so you're good. You locked it up. You how locked close, it up. Man, how close is that? Wow. That's what, a good one, a, but listen, maybe one of the put most underrated pitching seasons in the right. last decade by Gary Cole. Phenomenal. Right. And by the way, Judge had two more home runs tonight. If Judge had not gotten injured at oh, that stop. stupid Dodger Stadium, oh come on, they, <laughs> they would nice be excuse. in the playoff. They would be in the playoff on Sal. Nice their record excuse. with Judge, get a couple of the winning off. percentage with Judge puts them right sure. at the cusp of the playoffs. Right. Yeah, I it don't does. know about Cole. I don't know. Uh, back to Cole. I feel like we bet him like five starts in a row in, in June where he just couldn't win for a, not that he couldn't. Well, they, they couldn't weren't hit. hitting. I mean, they just can't yeah. hit. I mean, they can't hit. All right. So judges, Darren, both, both Cy Young winners, both Cy Young winners, both not in the playoffs. Was that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I guess so. Yeah. 26 and a half. It's pretty, pretty pathetic, really, by their teams, I guess. Mm-hmm. Corbin Burns, I'll go on there, so that'll win too. That was two fifteen and a half. He has one ninety six. All right, uh, all this for the, just lose for the. Uh, why, why do I put in ninety futures if the freaking Diamondbacks are going to screw me? Like it just, I lose everything because of the Diamondbacks. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. All right, I'm going to drink some water. Right. We'll come back uh, with Sharp Tank. We'll be right back. We're here for Sharp Tank. These guys give me their best bets of the weekend, and I'm going to jump on one of them. Last week, Harry, I jumped on you, and the Bucks lost in a teaser. I ended up, I, I love that anyway. Uh, Monday one and night. a half points. Oh, that sucked. That wasn't even close. Yeah. Uh, Parley Kid, I should have went with you. You had a compelling case about the. 
Bengals over the Rams, and you got a good number at two and a half. But we just I told didn't you know Burrow about, would play. I told you too; they would not go. I don't know how you knew that. I feel like he didn't even know he was playing. I, like I know it. We're gonna know. I know yeah. it. All right, and Brian, you lost with a teaser with the Titans. Maybe yeah, try, we'll try to keep them out of teasers from now well, on. Uh, yep. Yeah, they Brian, start us off. Um, this is an interesting bet. I feel like um, yeah, a lot you of know, people might like this. Go ahead. Look, you know, FanDuel has these those weekly specials, right? And they have some good ones on there. Uh, you could get some Kelsey Taylor Swift things, I think, on there. But I mentioned <laughs> to you guys yesterday, I said, if you like the Dolphins to win the game against the Bills, I said, you might as well take them as the highest scoring team at 16 to 1. But what mm-hmm. I'm going to do... I'm going to take the Dolphins-Bills game in general just to just be the highest scoring game at plus 420. Look, last year, the two, the last two matchups between these two had 61 and 65. One of those, obviously, the wild card game was Skylar Thompson, and it, they were both played in the cold. The mm. way the Dolphins are playing offensively, I think it's one of those games, right? If the Dolphins come out and score right away, this is going to be a track meet, right? Just the way the, the Bills play, you know, with Allen, they're not going to continue to run the ball, especially if this gets a little bit out of hand here. And I think mm-hmm. it's the same type of game as last year, like a 35-31 could be even a little bit higher. But I think that, you know, that total in the upper 60s would get you for this high scoring game and a plus 420. There's a lot of defensive games this week when you look at those teams, yeah. just not, you know, look mm-hmm. up and down the board. There doesn't seem like a lot of games that could be that high scoring. I know obviously one of these good teams could score 50 points. Like the 49ers could maybe put up 50 on the Cardinals, but don't really see it. So I, I just thought if you're still getting 420 for this game, kind of love it. I did this a couple of weeks ago. One of the, just a dumb game was the highest score. Was it Texans and um, who could it have been? Uh, Not Jaguars. Who they play the week before? Colts? Was Texan Colts yeah, high scoring? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That might not yeah. even be the highest scoring, but yeah. it beat it beat whatever I had. I, I I like to take the Charges usually when they're playing in this. All right, plus four twenty. I'm surprised you aren't on that, Harry. But boy, you're not lying, Brian, about the <laughs> Taylor Swift stuff. I uh, so Fandle has all these Chiefs at Jets specials. Nothing Taylor Swift. Oh, Kelsey uh, related. Right. A lot of Kelsey related. Yeah, well, so they whatever it is, they named it after a Taylor Swift song. I'm guessing or some kind of uh, connection to their their uh full romance here running away together chiefs to have 150 plus total rushing yards plus 420 friend zone Tra- travis kelsey to not score a touchdown plus 130 top of the charts travis kelsey oh to have the most gosh, receiving yards ridiculous. plus 175 <laughs> seeing red chiefs to win by 22 plus um X's and O's, E-X-E-S. Jets to oh. score zero total points, 34-nothing. <laughs> Platinum performance, Travis Kelsey, three-plus touchdowns. Interesting. All right. Someone's earning their money over there at FAM. All right, Parley Kid, I probably oh. I should have gone with you last week. What do you got for us uh, this man, week? Man, these Hollywood types just can't keep themselves <laughs> out of the news. Huh, Sal? It just, She's it's a just... New Yorker. I don't know what you're oh. talking about. You'll oh, see yeah. this weekend. Two and three, yeah. <laughs> My daughter loves her. She put puts on a great show, I guess. So yeah, um, that's it's all good. Um, Sal, I like mine this week. I, I I'm taking Adam Thielen over four and a half catches at a plus one twelve. Mm. Uh, yeah. Well, listen, I would like to. I I, don't, I believe it or not, I wish Andy Dalton was starting this game. I think this would. Certainly hit if he was playing, but it looks like Bryce Young is trending towards playing, but that's okay too. Last game with Dalton, 11 receptions, 14 targets for Thielen. Uh, and, uh, but the game before with Young playing, he still had seven receptions with nine targets. 
And so hmm. guess what? Isn't this the classic? Let's have a good game against our former team with Thielen right. against Minnesota. This is mm-hmm. a feel good game for Thielen. Uh, and I think the Panthers will reward him. I mean, he's been playing really well. He's a gutsy veteran player over four and a half. I, I like it here because Minnesota too, they can't defend the pass. They're terrible. Look at Keenan Allen did mm-hmm. to them last week. Uh, not that, not that Thielen is Keenan Allen, but he doesn't have to be Keenan Allen here. He just has right. to get five catches to get me a win. He is their best receiver on the team right now. Most reliable. I think Bryce Young will look for him and uh, right. go over. We're getting a plus number at this. If I saw an odd for an anytime mm-hmm. touchdown, I would jump on this too for Thielen. Uh, they this scored week. at the end there. I like yeah. him to have a, a, yeah, scored in the last two games. I like him to have a solid game against hmm. his former team who stinks, especially in the secondary. I didn't know his numbers were that good. Um, how much are you bidding on him tonight? Because he's available in our league. I know you already have a bid in. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have well, said anything. I, I have to have bids in because nobody nobody took any of my trades. They, they didn't even get rejected my trades. They're still sitting oh, really? out there. I don't know what's oh. happening. All right, I'll I take actually a look. Doesn't, that. Doesn't, at this point, you got you and Brian lose this week. You guys shouldn't gave, even be able to trade I'm anyone. Only, I gave, I'm a game I'm behind you, Harry. I'm I gave first of all. I offer, also I offered points. Harry a trade. I don't what think he has it? any clue. I offered him a trade. I didn't see it. What is it? It's been there what for a week. You got to look on. at it. What I is it? it? Tell just tell. What Do you know it? what it is? Uh, Paul, I kid, if I take Ramondre Stevenson from you this week, I know it's going to happen. I'll start him, and Zeke Elliott will score four touchdowns, and that that'll make well, for that, a miserable that's, weekend. It's that's true. So uh, <laughs> it's a trade. I'll take. A no, look. you can't have Mostert. No, you can't have Mostert. Yeah. My trades, uh, are they even here anymore? They disappear? They pull, like, I don't know. Do they, yeah, they would be, that would be up there. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm dead serious. I don't. I don't see. I don't see them. Oh, interesting. Oh. All right. Yeah, and, and I never disappear. pulled them off. I wonder, do they just go away? They never after? went. They never went through. I saw theirs. I definitely saw theirs. Mine, um, mine was, I think I offered a very similar one to Harry. I'm trying to. Can we just outbid Harry, who's just screaming about Mostert? Can we outbid him on HN? Can we just not let him get HN? Just make sure. What a draft pick that was, though, Sal. What a draft pick. Which one? Mostert. Uh, I think HN. I think uh, HN's out there. He might be better. He might be better. Yeah. So we'll no. see. Oh, here uh, it is. Yeah, I got go it. I offered I, I so I I offered you Stevenson yep. for Addison, right? I offered ha- Harry Stevenson for Amari Cooper, at the time. Oh, all right, would you take that, Harry? I don't want any Patriots. Okay. <laughs> I don't want any Patriots. Uh, I, that's fine. Fine. I, just, I threw it out. I just don't want any. Listen, that's fair. I just don't want Patriots. Yeah, they don't score. Pending acceptance. I'm still waiting, Sal, from September 20. All right. I guess. All right. I'll say. I got it. Listen, I've, if the bill stays on the desk for three weeks, it's an automatic veto. I don't know how it works. I'll, I'll, I'll figure it out. All right. Harry, uh, you have a teaser. You lost with one last week. What do you got? Back to another teaser, Sal. Yeah, I'm going to take uh, uh, some another teaser. teaser. Another teaser. Remember That's the right. days when I would take teasers and Harry would be I like, know. oh, here we go. A teaser. Yeah. Like, how many teasers can you lose in one Darren, season already? It's, it's better than that. He's taking the Chiefs, uh, a team he hates. It's yeah. better than that. Yeah, yeah let's yeah. start. Let's start. I'm, I'm minus I'm from nine and a half to two and a half. Yeah. I'm taking the you Chiefs. You love them. You love against them. Against the Jets. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm rolling with Andy Reid and the Chiefs. Jets have scored 10 points in two games and 16 in the opener if you take away the punt return touchdown to win against Buffalo. Meanwhile, Kansas City 
basically, uh, you know, just to win by a field goal is a slam dunk. Got their offense going last week against uh, Chicago, rolled it up. Casey, just to win by a field goal. And I'm going to take that with the Houston Texans, plus three, up to plus 10 against Pittsburgh. The Steelers are a very good underdog, but I don't trust them or Kenny Pickett as a favorite on the road. Houston was awesome last week against <laughs> Jacksonville, and they were on the road. C.J. Stroud has looked really good. He's averaging 300 yards per game, has a solid wide receiving core in Nico Collins, Robert Woods, and Tank Dell. Those three have combined for 45 receptions through their first couple of games. Give me Houston plus 10 at home with Kansas City minus two and a half. Just got to win by field goal hmm. in New York. All right. Uh, uh, boy, Brian, I don't know why that Chiefs game is, weirds me out a little bit. I know they'll probably win and win by three, but I, I, I see the Jets scoring points. I could just see it being a little bit com- more competitive than. Uh, uh, let me see what else got. You guys have talked up the Kansas City defense. No, I sure, come on, shut up. I'm concentrating. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, Paulie Kid, I'm going to go with you because I feel bad because I'm about to reject your trade. And I think, you know, we give full oomph in your step <laughs> if I, I, if I jump on with tank, it. Sal. It's, it's, That's right. It's, and you've been hitting. Go. Boy, that uh, with, with the numbers you gave me for the last couple of weeks, four and a half should be easy to get to for Thielen. Over four and a half. And the Parley Kid bid. I'm going to say bid over $45.5 on uh, Thielen to join his team um, this week. So we'll see. It's going to be interesting. Waiver wire is going to be – Paul, okay, give us a winner in the Cowboys-Patriots. Uh, hmm. I, well, so I, I'm worried about this game. I just don't think the Patriots have this – is a, this is a perfect opportunity for the Cowboys to shut down the running game. Hmm. Uh, you know, Zeke's going to try to come out and, and have a big game against the Cowboys. There's no receiver on this team that scares the Dallas Cowboys at whatsoever. Uh, I think the Cowboys will get to Mac Jones this week. Uh, if the Cowboys get up, I think they roll here. Uh, Cowboys, 27, Patriots, 13. Okay. All right. Wow. Good. All right. I think I have 27 something. I probably have 27, 20. I think I picked 27, 20 for every game on the board this week. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I have the Cowboys covering. Uh Hey, check me out on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. That's Friday, 10 a.m. on FanDuel TV. Harry's second go around in the handicapper hot seat. We're going to go over, what, 12 games, Harry? 14 games? I think 14 games. Yeah. You were 6-12 and 12 the first time you came on TV. Mm. And the FanDuel, they're coming. They're like, really? You want to try this again? I said, let's give them one more shot. Let's see what happens. You got to improve nine, on six listen, as well. Nine, nine, nine wins for me is plus one fifty. Nine wins plus one fifty. I think this what? is a tough. This is a oh, tough oh, week to get too. to nine wins. Yeah. Nine and what? How many are you doing this week, Sal? What's the total? I thought we were doing thirteen, Sal. We're doing fourteen. I think it's an even number. I thought it was fourteen. Okay, but uh, this is a tough yeah, week. Tough what do you think, Parley Kid? What does he go? I'm due for a big week. I'm due. No, this props. is we're a tough week games. to, to yeah. pick. So, um, you know, I think anything over five hundred is a good job by Harry. All right. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Listen, uh, Harry, you're going to learn, though. This is not this is not podcast. This is not cartoon world. You know, the TV is tough. TV picks are tough. Tough, man. I know. Really I know. hard. I hear you. Yeah. Really hard. All right. So that's it. That's going to do it. If Clay, if Clay Aiken didn't. If Clay Aiken. If Clay, Clay Aiken. Clay Aiken. <laughs> what am I thinking? Clay Travis can do it. I think we can. Well, he can't uh, do it. Uh, I know. All right. So that does it for another episode of Against All Odds. Hey, from Mikey Meatballs and the D3. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Nah, 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 nah.